So the rest answers sometimes we're like super like um, environmental conscious. So we'll bring bathing suits and shower together so we can serve water. And it's sort of like the funniest like fight for the shower, like the actual stream water. So like bikinis and I'm in like a little like speedo or something and I'm like, I need water, I'm covered in soap. And then someone behind me is like, get away. And I'm like, ah! And it always ends up in disaster. It's called co-washing. Um, I learned it from Lush, actually, which, yeah, I know. It's called co-wash. I see your face, you're like, <laughs> um, and I'm excited. I think there's some people that are still coming in. Um, I just, oh, I forgot my Mountain Dew. <laughs> I love you. Um, if it was, it, it might have been empty. I might have guzzled it. Love you. <laughs> All right. So I think they're still letting people in. They're trickling in so we can kind of blah, blah, blah. Good news is there's nothing after this. And I've been told by the panel's director that we can say as late as we want. Yeah! The bad news is that I'm exhausted. So we're going to do a solid hour for sure. And then if I want to go, maybe like, we might do like an hour and a half. Like give you a little something, something. But don't forget, I still have like um, the other 18 plus panel thing that I do. What, what was it called? Something D. Oh, the humanity. That's it. <laughs> what? Why do y'all like me? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what gender I am. I don't know like who my parents are. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so funny story. Someone the other day asked me um, like what pronouns do I prefer? And I, I like I always think that's so respectful. Like like let me be clear. I don't care. Like, me personally, I am gender fluid. So, like, boy, girl, squirrel, chipmunk, sasquatch, mayonnaise, I'm fine. Um, like, I'm okay with any of it. Um, so, but, like, I always think it's so, God, it's so sad that, like, this pole is here. I feel like, what if we just took all these chairs and moved them towards this way? Then you can all just look this way. Would that be more comfortable, you think? And then you guys can see? Or maybe we can get this, the people behind this pole. You can come this way. Can we do that? Can I get a staff member to confirm? Armstrong! You have a spear. Armstrong, come see. You're logistic-y, right? That's, you can be. Okay. Oh, that's right. Hello, two staffers sitting right there in front of me. Um, so these lovely people behind this pole can't see me. Is there anything we can like take those chairs and like flip them here and like murmur and like maybe hang them from the ceiling? Can you guys pick up chairs? Can you what? Can you move them? Let's do that. Okay, if you're in a chair over there and you cannot see me, grab your chair and move it this way. Hey, Sorensen. Josh. He's not here. Oh, is he? I saw him upstairs. The Mountain Dew has arrived. Joshua Sorensen to the desk. Joshua! <laughs> and there goes all the money I would have made. I have to buy the new speakers. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a nightmare. I didn't use the word nightmare. I, <laughs> I am human. Hi. Hi. We moved chairs. We moved chairs because people couldn't see through a column. Do you need projector stuff? No. No. What would I have to project? Watch the glasses. Nothing good, I promise you. Cool. They're not mine. 
Josh, you are bringing me back to high school with those pants, and I'm living for it. What, are, what were those called? Thank you. Do you remember going down to your local Hot Topic and buying these pants? And you were the coolest kid ever. I think I still own a pair, although in high school, I was like, oh, like, I think I was 75 to 110 pounds. Like, I was nothing. Like, I could literally, like, suck in my stomach and make it touch, like, my spine. And that was not healthy, let me just say. Like, it's so funny, all my, like, high school, I, I would say I'm ageless, um, but I am almost 30. I know. It's fine. Um, but, like, I go back to my high school and, like, I talk to my teachers and, like, I'll, like, pass by because, you know, I was, I mean, there may or may not be a poster of me in my cafeteria at the high school because I was, like, speech debate um, captain and, like, award-winning whatever. Here or there. But, like, I'll go and see my teachers and they're all like, oh, my God, you've gotten fatter. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Stafford. She's like, no, it's good. You were way too skinny. She's like, as a matter of fact, we just thought you were going to die. <laughs> it's good that you're eating. I was like, I always did eat. I just had a really high metabolism. And then at some point, that, that was like, no, fuck you. Um, this is 18 plus, right? <laughs> I was like, uh, frick. I said fudge. All the fudge. Um, I am super excited to be doing this. Uh, who here was at the Sodak version of this panel? <laughs> oh, good. So some of you don't know what you're in for. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, I know there might be a Q&A. I'm not sure. I haven't seen my schedule. I've been way too busy. Um, so I have no idea what I'm doing when. I rely on the staff members to be like, hey, in 30 minutes you have a panel. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> Good to know. Um, as a matter of fact, this panel, someone told me backstage at the burlesque show, I'm like half naked, like, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. they're like, hey, your panel at 11.30, and I'm like, quoi? Guess <laughs> que fuck. <laughs> um, and I was like, cool, guess I'm going to that, and they're like, we pushed it 30 minutes, so you have more time, I'm like, God bless. Um, I am Queen D, I have been cosplaying now, uh, this is my 14th year of doing conventions and cosplaying. I started when I was 15. I was a thing, okay, goodbye. I hope whatever you're going to is more funny than I am. <laughs> I'm funny, right? <laughs> so uh, I've been doing it for 15 years. I've been professionally uh, doing burlesque for seven now. I've been a professional MC for nine years, and then I've been being a guest at cons for the past, I'd say six-ish years, seven, six, seven, something like that. Um, I've colloquially, by Scott McNeil, of all people, have been hailed the Chelsea Handler of conventions. Um, Scott McNeil calls me the queen of late night at conventions. Uh, if you're ever at a con with Scott McNeil, ask him about how, and he's like, hey, like, ask him about the time he and Queen Dee almost stole a riverboat in New Orleans. <laughs> it was a thing. It was so great. He was just, he was, he was drinking, and I was drinking, and he was like, hey, D, bet you couldn't steal that riverboat. And I'm like, fucking bet. <laughs> and then, like, like, 10 minutes later, like, we're both, like, 
legs inside. It's like one or two in the morning, mind you. We're like legs in a riverboat, and he's like, I'll hoist you up. And I was like, come on! I was like, good. And at some point, someone was like, what are y'all doing? And we're like, <laughs> and Scott's like, I can't go back to prison. <laughs> and it's ironic. He's never been to prison, but it's just funny to me. Uh, but Scott McNeil started calling me the Chelsea Handler of conventions. Um, and so I was like, yeah, cool. I'll go with that, because I love Chelsea Handler. She's dirty and disgusting and fantastic, just like me. Um, so I've, I've come up with a battery of different types of 18 plus panels. Uh, one of my notorious ones is called TMI, where I tell just horrifically horrible stories that make you go like, <gasps> um, as a matter of fact, the staff members, like uh, the board of directors saw it one time and they've, they've told me they're like, so we're not sure that Colorado's ready for that panel. <laughs> But we can ease them in. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. So like you're you're being prepared to be fisted, but right now we've had like we have like three fingers in and we're just like wiggling them. <laughs> next year is four, and the next thing you know, just like <laughs> So like just just be prepared, okay? So welcome to the third finger year. This is <laughs> third fingers. Uh, next year you get Vaseline, so <laughs> idea gets sponsored by Vaseline. <laughs> uh, no companies will sponsor me anymore because <laughs> they're like, you say things. <laughs> uh, the only company that really is like out for me is T-Turtle will send me t-shirts to wear during like YouTube videos and I love them and some of their shirts are really like, you know, like they say curse words. So God bless T-Turtle. Like I love them and I know they're here so I want to go be like, <gasps> um, and like love up on them. But no company will sponsor me, and I don't know the fuck why. It's not like I talk about blowing people on the rag. I mean, I do. <laughs> I like what you think. Do you want to be my new marketing and PR director? <laughs> I don't know if you heard, she's like, have you tried Pornhub? And I'm like, <laughs> I was there this morning. I'm joking, that was yesterday. Um, <laughs> who has time to masturbate in conventions? Not the fuck me. I get four hours of sleep and I wake up and I'm like dragging my like half naked body into a shower. And I'm like, like waist down, out the tub, waist up, laying in the tub. Water's just hitting me. I'm being like waterboarded by my shower. And I'm just like, who has time? I mean, at some point. <laughs> um, so, this particular panel came about years and years ago in Dallas, Texas. Uh, we were, I was, uh, back when I was a competitive cosplayer, me and uh, my teammates, uh, you may know them, Shinka Studios, Carl Martin. I used to compete with Carl way back in the day. And um, he and his girlfriend, she was, she competed with us a little bit. His sister, April, Azure Props. Uh, we all did that, and it was wonderful. And um, we were waiting for pre-judging to like, finish. We'd gotten judged, and they're like, you have to wait here. So it was like a two-hour wait. And um, I was like, what do we do? And Carl was like, I have an idea. I'll be right back. And he goes to the dealer's room, and he comes back with black-wrapped items. And I was like, what's this? And he starts unwrapping it, and it's hentai. And he's like, read this. <laughs> and I was like, out loud? He's like, yes. <laughs> 
And eventually, at some point, like a group of fellow cosplayers just like gather around. We were near a grand piano under a staircase, and like this is on the comp floor. I'm surprised I didn't get arrested. Um, like we had, and like I was at one point, I climbed on top of the grand piano and I was reenacting one of the scenes. I was like, <laughs> and like they were just they were rolling. Someone peed themselves. And then like years and years later, I was like, I should do. Rainbow, where I read like reread like fan fiction and things like that, and um, so that's what I'm gonna do for you tonight. <laughs> Did you expect anything else from me? Oh, by the way, not to be like shameless, but to be shameless, I have T-shirts. <laughs> Because trust me, you want to hear this. soon, I guarantee. Um, and then, I hate wires. Okay, um, and like, if there is an anime, I would love to voice the main character, because that would just be fabulous. Um, I'm told I have a wonderful woman's orgasm noise. Um, this book is, <laughs> there's always one. 
I'll slip it in somewhere when you're least expecting it. How about that? It's like a rogue finger. You never know when it's gonna just slip in. All right. I, I'm not family friendly. Don't hire me to read to your children. Don't hire me to babysit. Just don't. Um, there's this book that I discovered. It's Canadian. Um, it's called Bear. Mm. <laughs> Any of you heard of it? It is about a woman who falls in love with a bear. Not a muscular, hairy man. A fucking bear. <laughs> rawr, rawr, bear. <sighs> so I'm going to read you the cover here so you get an understanding, okay? And this is fucking my wonderful thing. Okay, ready? <clears throat> He belonged to the place. He lived behind her house. Chained to his shed, she took him swimming, let him lie before the fire. He grew to like him. They became lovers. <laughs> Bear by Marion Ingle. I saw this and I was hooked. Like, I was like, and like, understand this is uh, like, the post in this blog, blog is called What the Actual Fuck Canada. <laughs> God bless Canada. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to find the easy one. Okay. <clears throat> Chapter 18. <laughs> Bear, she cried, I love you. Pull my head off. <laughs> We're off to a great fucking start. The bear did not. Well, no, he, like, and that's the thing, he, he obtained consent. It was fine. Like, he could have done it, but, you know. The bear did not, but her menstrual fever made him more assiduous. <laughs> She's in heat. Pining for this bear. There's more. She was half afraid of him, but drunk and weak and wet. She took his thick fur that skidded in her hands, trying to get a grip on his loose hide. But when she went deeper, she encountered further depth. Her short nails she cradled his big, furry, asymmetrical balls in his hand, her hands. She played with them, slipping them gently inside their cases and licked them ravishly. <laughs> now look, I know I made a joke after Felix Elixir did her cat thing that bestiality might be okay, but this is so fucking up with the shit in it. Let me be clear, I am happy that there, this book exists because everyone has a kink, and it's fine. No kink shaming, but fuck! <laughs> Raise your hand if you've ever wanted to fuck a real bear. Okay. <laughs> Exposed as fuck, son. Exposed. Not like a bear. Oh, that hurt. Not like a bear, but like. Oh. Okay. What is it about it? The claws? The fur? The big furry asymmetrical balls? 
the idea that she'll get rectal prolapse from the giant bear cock. Need your fucking spinster, like, redone, rebuilt, like, we can make him stronger, faster, tighter. Oh, you're, you're right, you're right. I'm assuming that the bear's the top. He might be a bottom. Good luck fucking the bear and his furry asshole. I need Vaseline. Super Troopers. I've never seen Super Troopers. Bear fucker. Bear fucker. I've never seen that. Okay. Here's what's really funny. I'll give you a tidbit of information. I want you to remember this as I read more of this bear, okay? Screw this book being a bestseller. Fifty Shades of Grey is a bestseller. This book won something called the Governor General's Award. That's literally the highest literary award you can receive in Canada. That's the Pulitzer Prize of Canadian literature. Bear is a part of Canadian literature history. <laughs> what the fuck, Canada? Any of you from Canada? Can you explain? I know you like maple syrup, and that's great, but I didn't know bears. Let's continue. rubbing his neck, she got up and removed all of her clothes because she was hot. <laughs> she lay down on the far side of the bear, away from the fire, and a little away from him, and began in her desolation to make love to herself. So picture it. She's laying in front of her fireplace. There's a bear. She starts masturbating in front of him. We continue. The bear roused himself from his solemnness and shifted and turned. He... <laughs> so sorry for the next line. He stuck out his moldy tongue. It was fat and as the encyclopedia says, vertically ridged. She couldn't wait. He began to lick her. A fat, freckled, pink and black tongue. It licked, it rasped to a degree. It probed, it felt very warm and good, but so strange. What the hell did Byron do with his bear, she wondered. I don't know who the fuck Byron is. <laughs> I don't much give a shit. I'm here for her and the bear. He licked, he probed. She might have been a flea he was searching for. He licked her nipples stiff and scoured her navel. With little nickering, she moved him south, further and further down. She swung her hips and made it easy for him. Bear, bear, she whispered, playing with his ears. The tongue that was muscular, but also capable of lengthening itself like an eel, found all of her secret places. <laughs> and like no human being she had ever known, it persevered, 
It triumphed in her pleasure. When she came, she came planet. She whimpered, she squirted. The bear licked it all away. This is a real book. So, this is, that was the teaser. This is, this is the part in this panel where I tell you that if any of you want to leave, I, I don't judge you. The door's there. I, I promise I won't get mad. If you need to leave, go ahead and do so because it gets worse from here. I just want you all to see the cover too, but like, I, that, that's something I could have projected. Um, <laughs> I probably would have. Let me see where. I need to save. Um, this is wonderful because someone has like highlighted just a small paragraph, and this is a good paragraph. Okay. Sometimes the bear half ripped her skin with his efficient tongue. Sometimes he became distracted. She had to control and persuade him. Sometimes she put honey on herself and whispered to him. But once the honey was gone, he wandered off, farting, and too soon satisfied. <laughs> bear, don't go. Eat me, please, bear. Eat me, she pleaded. But he turned his head wearily to her and fell asleep, just like a fucking man. <laughs> she had to put her shirt on and go back to work. What? Why does she work? <laughs> a zoo? Do your employees know what you're doing? Did you wear a condom? <laughs> Grizzly pussy, like what the fuck? Oh my god. Let me see. Uh, Jesus. Let's see, let's see. I can't remember. I think that might have been all the passages I read last time. I don't think I read too much more. Um Some sort of ancient proverb. <laughs> Most women prefer sex with the lights out. They can't bear to see a man enjoying himself. But men like sex with the light on so they can get the woman's name right. <laughs> Do not come for me, this is Google. <laughs> Holy fuck, Google. Okay, you know what I need to do? I don't know. I need to just buy this book is what I need to do. Read it and highlights. That way I'm not constantly like, give me more bear porn, Google. Okay, Google. Bear porn. 
ain't looking to be on the list. I'm just not. Okay, Google. I'm sorry. To the FBI agent that's monitoring my phone, please don't come for me. But if you do, bring me a 20-piece chicken nugget with some honey mustard and Chick-fil-A sauce, because as much as I hate to love Chick-fil-A, I fucking love Chick-fil-A. I just, like, I make a trade-off. When I go to Chick-fil-A, it's normally in full makeup and, like, a dress like this, and I'm like, I'm like, I hate you, but I love your chicken. You know what makes it so delicious and salty? The, the homophobic tears. It's brined for 36 hours in homophobic dreams. All right, so um, that was fair. And um, I'm going to buy this book, and the next time you see me, I will have this book. Um, and I may post an egg, like just a picture of it on the Queen D Facebook page. By the way, a shameless plug. Okay, who here has heard of Reagan Catherine or Cortoon or anything like that? Big famous cosplayer. They bitch at me because I never like tell people to go like my fan page, and I need to start doing that because like I post there all the time now. Like I've been really better. So who here does not like my page? Don't lie to me. I bitches. You're all fucked. I hope a bear wakes you up in the middle of the night. Those of you who lied. All right. Take out your cell phones and go to the Queen D. Lafayette, Louisiana and go like the fucking page. Please do it. Like, no, don't make me beg. I will just not read anything else. Mm. A likely fucking story. It's just pictures of my cat and then like random pictures of me doing salacious things in my bathtub or something. Not really. Although. Um, subscribe to my Patreon for that. I don't have a Patreon. I should have a Patreon. It would just be me like humping bears. Yes, that's my cat cosplaying Diva from um, uh, Overwatch. My cat's name is Diva, not named after the Overwatch character. She's three and Overwatch is only two. But if you want to see pictures of my gorgeous fluffy white cat with two different colored eyes cosplaying, go like my page. Bitches! Anyway. So. Uh, that was Bear. That's a good one. Um, next time you see me, I will have the full bear, and we'll go, we'll go furry and deep. Um, <laughs> the next one, which is a personal favorite of mine, is um, the next one. Who here is a Final Fantasy fan? Okay. Final Fantasy Seven. Fuck yeah. I'm so sorry. But then again, I'm not. All right. So, our next one. It's why I'm a bottom. I don't have to worry about getting it in the hole. I just have to worry about other people doing that. What story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, 
I will tell you a funny story, and this is one of the ones I tell at my TMI panel, which you apparently are not ready for, but we're gonna, we're gonna wiggle a finger a little bit, okay? Um, oh, here it is. Okay, so, okay, cool, so I found the next fan fiction, but I'm gonna go ahead and tell you a story. I may or may not, not enjoy quiet sex. Go fucking figure. <laughs> By the way, if anyone was wondering, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> um, duh. Uh, I don't enjoy quiet sex. It's just, it's for the birds. Like, fuck that shit. And even the birds make more noise when they have sex. I, like, come on, like, give me some sort of inkling that you were having a good time. Like, tell me what I'm doing is, is, is great. Or at least, like, smack me on the face and be like, yes, bitch. Like, I can handle that, you know? Like, so anyway, I was having relations with a boy. He was of legal age. Um, it should be noted. Um, I look at me get a citation or a, never mind. So I was having a good time and we were doing our thing and um, you know, he was not very quiet, but he was a little quiet. And so I was like, I had to take the reins on like the dirty talk. Like, okay, like expose yourself. Who here loves dirty talk? Come on, just fucking, yeah. Woo! See, Woo! Like, people, good, good for you for standing the fuck up and saying you like it. And the rest of you are either lying or I don't want to speak to you. So <laughs> I was like taking the reins. And like, so I just like said something, something dirty that my mama would like be ashamed of. And, um, it was time to say something else. You know, there was like 30, 40 seconds of silence. I was like, it's time to like, you know, give them a something. So my mind came to a metaphorical fork in the road. To the left was the ever fun, fuck me harder. Nice, right? Good, classy. Right. To the right was a little bit of the darker, the oh yeah, daddy, okay? Which by the way, I'm about to teach you the difference between daddy and like, you know, the sexual daddy, okay, you ready? So, daddy is your father, okay? Daddy is not your father. <laughs> you gotta put it in the back of your throat. Daddy. Damn, daddy. Damn, daddy. Daniel could be daddy. <laughs> Back again with the condoms. Um, so, you know, like, I was like, okay, which, 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 which way do we take? And, you know, like, I'm, I'm sure at least two of you have had sex in here. Um, <laughs> but you know, like, you go into, like, like, sex brain takes over and you just can't fucking think sometimes and, like, it, it turns into, like, like, bah! Like, velociraptors and pterodactyls start coming out of your mouth. Is that just me? <laughs> So, you know, like, sex brain started taking over, and I was looking at him, and he was so fucking hot, and he was, like, just giving it, and he had abs, and they were great, and I could have grated cheese on them, and I was just like, mm, and his hips, and he had this, this like, bubble ass that was just like, mm. like, that, that was a load of ass, um, and so, like, everything's going great, and I'm like, yeah, 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 and I'm like, all right, here we go, like, what am I going to say, what am I going to say, and, like, in the middle of just sex brain, it was just like, oh, God, left or right, left or right, it was like the goofy movie, like, which way do we go, which way do we go, which way do we go, and all of a sudden, I fucking just take the middle road, and I look at him, and I scream, fuck me like you fuck your daddy. <laughs>
I would like to say that he just kept going. <laughs> I think he went so flaccid he got a vagina. <laughs> he was so perturbed is the right word. I'm like, I just don't think there's any coming back from that or any coming from that. Um, there's no coming from that. You, you just... So he looks down at me and he's no longer inside me because he has a vagina now. Um, and I was just like... So Netflix? And he was like, sure. And then like, it was just too embarrassing. I had to get my shit. I just ran the fuck out. I was like... And like, I've never seen him or heard him again from him again, which is just fucking great. I'm, I'm waiting for the day that I run into him at a grocery store and we're like, hey, how's life? Fuck any daddies lately? <laughs> like, like, I just want to know. Um, so that, that's one of the stories. Now granted, I would say like in TMI, I call it the four levels of hell. You have easy peasy, fluff, funny stories. You have... Um, not gory, but mm, gory, like kind of like, oh God, stories, um, which I'll tell one of those at Oh the Humanity. There's one that I guarantee at the end of it, every single one of you in here are gonna be doing like this. Nope, Okay. already heard it. I, huh? Already heard it. Oh yeah. I promise you, by the end of that story, you'll be like this. Those of you who know what I'm talking about, know what I'm talking about. Do not, and I'm, I'm begging you because please, do not tell anyone the end result of that story. Don't say it, okay? Because I, I like to, I'm a little bit of a masochist. I like watching the faces of people squirm. <laughs> um, sadist? I thought, you know what? I'm tired. <laughs> You're right. Masochists enjoy pain. I do not enjoy pain at all. Like, fuck. So anyway, um, I, I like watching people squirm. Um, so don't say anything. But, uh, that's like third level, like that's some like oof. And then I have second level, which is stuff that you wouldn't want to hear in a room with your family. Um, and then we have the deepest level of hell that I stay in regularly. And those are the ones that you might throw up, not because it's gory, just because like it's overwhelming, um, and you're or you're laughing so hard, um, or you might just like jump off a cliff after. <laughs> I don't know. You might need therapy. Like, that's that's my level. So, um, I'll give you maybe, like, one of each tomorrow. Like, and, you know, if none of you complain, maybe next year TMI could possibly be a thing. Who knows? But anyway, so, let's go ahead and read our next fan fiction, shall we? This one's called Cloud Mows the Lawn. I don't even want to read this, but I, it's old. It's been out since like 2011, so like you need to fucking hear this, okay? And we begin. Tifa knelt by the window with her arms rested on the windowsill. She sighed in contentment. <sighs> gazing outside. Cloud was out front, mowing the lawn. His shirt was off. 
this was a big turn on for Tifa, his wife of two weeks. Tifa laughed <laughs> as she realized she could stare at him all day. She was rather sad he would finish eventually. Yeah, he will. <laughs> he worked out every day and it just really showed that. He was the sexiest man Tifa had ever seen. But that didn't make him fall in love, make Tifa fall in love with him though. They grew up together and they had secret crushes on each other throughout their lives. Suddenly, <sighs> Tifa felt a rumble in her stomach, but she ignored it. She was having too good of a time watching Cloud mow the lawn. The best part of the mowing routine was the end when he would come upstairs to shower. Right before he entered the bathroom, she would ask Cloud if they could take a shower together. They would always end up kissing throughout the shower. They would end up, they would leave in a better mood than ever. She was so sure that he would say yes and let her shower with her that she was not wearing underwear under her black mini skirt. Salacious. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. You think you know it's coming. You do not. You do not. You are not prepared. Is it a bear? I can tell, is it a bear? I can tell some of you were World of Warcraft fans because you kind of like had like a slight reaction, but I was like, I did my best Illidan. Come the fuck on. I'm not a voice actor. I'm just a fucking comedian. Come the fuck on. All right. You are not prepared, Galadin. All right. She felt her stomach rumble again and sighed. She didn't really want to leave. She wanted to stay there for the longest time, watching her husband do the yard. Of course, she knew he would do it again and again and again, but she cherished every minute of watching him. She could not bear to stop. <laughs> Surprise bear. <laughs> Tifa's stomach rumbled again, louder than the first two times. She realized she had to think of what to do, and quickly. She could run and return immediately, but then she would miss some of the lawn mowing. Her second option was to stay and watch, but the fear of getting caught made her feel uneasy. This caused her stomach to rumble even more. Tifa looked down. The floor was very brand new, an expensive tile. It was not a pleasant idea to mess this floor up. Oh. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Because this is where it takes a fucking turn. <laughs> With one line, this entire fan fiction just goes south. <laughs> Whatever, muttered Tifa. When a girl has to shit, a girl has to shit. <laughs> Tifa's black skirt was a wraparound, and it was easily easy to remove. Soon, she was bottomless. Tifa took a deep breath and closed her eyes. She pushed and grunted until she felt her anus stretch. People are into this. No kink shame. That was the very expensive floor. 
Like God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> My whole life has been a fucking lie. <laughs> Error code 404, file not fucking found. <laughs> Queen D rebooting. <sighs> Holy shit, thank you for that. I will talk about you for years to come. <laughs> said out loud while pushing and grunting. A crackling sound filled her ears. Is she having a stroke? You should not be pushing that hard. Add some fiber to your fucking diet, you gross-ass bitch. The turd finally slid out of her body. It, it was hard, compressed together. And boy, did it stink. Tifa didn't mind the smell of her own droppings, but knew it'd be hard to get away with. With Tifa's shit sitting on the floor, she felt slightly relieved. Tifa let out a long, gassy fart. She giggled, <laughs> for she tended to have gassy poops. This. I just want to know. Like, I just want to meet this person and be like, are you okay? <laughs> Show me on the Mountain Dew where someone hurts you. <laughs> it was a bear. It was a bear. It had to have been a bear. It had to have been. There's shit in the woods, so like Tifa just thought it was okay. Her relief soon ended, however, as she felt another log traveling from her colon to her rectum. She pushed again and the turd began to slide out. Unfortunately for Tifa, it got stuck halfway. <laughs> what kind of shit, girl? Alright, you ready? You ready? I'll bet that feels good, said Cloud from behind. <laughs> immediately jumped up in shock. She was so focused expelling what was in her gorgeous bowels that Cloud finished the lawn and came up to the bedroom. So there she was, standing there in a white t-shirt, white socks, red sneakers, no pants and underwear with five inches of shit sticking out of her ass in front of the love of her life. <laughs> Tifa began to cry and Cloud approached her and hugged her. He didn't care. Her shirt became drenched with his sweat. She wanted her man. She felt a bulge in his pants and realized that her taking a dump turned him on. To 
to Tifa's surprise, Cloud turned her around and lowered her onto her hands and knees. wondering what he would do. But that puzzle was soon solved as Cloud guided his dick upward towards her anus and the shit that hung from it. <laughs> Cloud moaned as Tifa's warm poo mashed against the head of his dick. Fucking how, bro? That's equali, right up your dick hole. They had anal sex many times before, but never with a huge turd stuck in her ass. Suddenly, Cloud's dick set the shit that had been stuck in her ass free. Wait, what? Huh? Tifa's rectum expelled all over Cloud. <laughs> she farted again. And Cloud felt a pleasant breeze on his testicles. Hey, no problem, said Cloud. I'm going shower. Wanna get in there with me? The end. Alright. Oh, I forgot to ask. Okay, when you started this panel on a scale from one to five, like five being like, oh my god, I need a therapist. Where were you? Where were you at? Starting off. Okay. Where are you now? Like I just. Oh guys. Hey, wait, is Jordan dead? That's fine. I have Jacob too. Jacob would die on me. Fuck. Like, like, the teeniest little bloops on my fucking body. 
they're like little tiny mosquito bites. And like, you know, like that's not the whole titty, that's just the nipple. So um, that was Club Mows the Lawn. That one freaks me out. I will tell you, there's one that I can never find anymore, and I don't want to ruin it, but um, I'm going to just kind of explain it. But it was uh, Fluttershy and Friends or something, and it was uh, a plant, like, apparently, like, Spike and Fluttershy start to get it on. Um, and plot twist, her vagina is a portal to another dimension. <laughs> and he climbs in. That is some pussy magic. I need to find it because it's real. like he explains her vaginal canal. Like he's like inside, he's like, oh, Fluttershy, like, there's like butterflies and like eventually he's in Narnia or something. I don't fucking know, it's crazy. Um, the Discord. One of my coworkers made a bot for Discord which was really cool. It's on music, and I thought that was really cool. Um, but anyway, um, we are at 12.53. I said we were gonna do a solid hour and a half, so we have another 30 minutes. I kind of wanna give you some like fun story time. Pop-Tart, Pop-Tart is a little, it, let's, let's, let's save the Pop-Tart story for the Oaks of the Humanity. We'll save the pop tart because, like, if I tell you guys a story tomorrow night and it really just fucks with your psyche, I might need to bring y'all down. Pop tart is like a low level fluff fun. Um, that's a good like brain reset after hearing the things that you'll hear. Um, just like tiny tidbits. One of the stories involves my mom and a vibrator. Um, one, okay, I'll tell you this story, which is just great, um, because, like, there's no real ending to it, and, like, still to this day, I'm just confused. Um, I was living with my mom and my stepdad and my little brother and sister at one point. Oh, good night. Love you. I hope you had fun and you're not leaving because you hate me. Okay, good, good, good. Um, I, I was living with them, but I was, like, slowly moving myself out into my new place, and, um, because I kicked out of my former apartment by my roommate. He was like, you're too high maintenance. And I was like, you're a fucking dick. Um, go get me my Skittles. Um, can't imagine why he kicked me out. Uh, we're friends now, it's fine. Um, so I had a key to my mom's house, uh, obviously, you know, whatever. And um, you know, you walked in through the garage door because like in Louisiana, you don't really use your front door. I don't know if that's like similar here, I don't know. Like you, you never use your front door in Louisiana. Like, that's just not a thing. You always go through the garage door. Like there's a second door under the carport. That's the door. Most of the time you have a Christmas tree or a sofa in front of your main door. Like that's, that's like more common than you understand. Is that a common thing here? Okay. So like I, I was genuinely curious. I'm like, is that a thing? Like I'm just wondering if that's like, a national thing or what. So anyway, um. <laughs> My chair is stuck. Okay. So I am, I, I guess I should have announced that I was going back to get more of my things. And I guess my mom and my stepdad were like, he's fucking gone. Um, and so I, I go to the carport door and it leads you into the kitchen, like the dining room kitchen. I unlock the door and I opened it. And there's no one. And I'm like, what? Their cars are here. I know they're here. And I was like, well, I was like, my brother and my sister might be at school or something. So maybe it's just my mom and my stepdad. Um, and on the table, the kitchen table, 
on the kitchen table is the following items. <laughs> a lighter, a can of whipped cream, a cracked open coconut, <laughs> set of handcuffs. <laughs> and I see these things, and I think my mind didn't register at first, and I was just like... <laughs> and I just high-tailed it out of there. And like, two minutes later, my mom calls, and she's like, did you just come in the house? And I was like, no, I was never there! What's with the coconuts? And she's like, you were here. And I was like, mama! And she's like, I gotta let you go. And I'm like, Aah! I just wanna know what the coconut was for. I just need, I, I don't wanna know, but I wanna know, but I don't wanna know, but I want to know. They say you can make horse noises during sex. I didn't know my mom was a furry. Um, that's the name of my autobiography. Part 17, Queen Team. I didn't know my mom was a furry. Along with chapter seven, why is that fern loading my printer? <laughs> chapter five is Mittens is a narc. So don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> don't. But if you do, do it with someone safe. And not on the campus of a college where you start to just envision things, um, including a cat who was wearing a DEA vest and, and um, aviator glasses. <laughs> and I was screaming, Mittens is a narc, we have to run. And I'm like, how did you know his name was Mittens? I was like, he told me. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to arrest us, don't you see? And he's like, like, I've been told later that he was just like nudging his head on my leg. And I'm like, he's arresting me! And I was like, resist, resist, run! <laughs> he's like, I don't think Mittens is old enough. I don't think Mittens can carry a gun. I think we're safe. <laughs> I still to this day believe Mittens is a narcotics agent. <laughs> I truly believe that with all of my heart. I wonder what he's up to now. <laughs> Uh, he's probably still busting college people. He's probably like Mrs. Norris from Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> like he's constantly just like telling people like, there are kids doing drugs. <laughs> Fucking mittens. Um, what else? Um, Flargan Blargan? I'm trying to say, I don't know. That's a word I use to fill in space when I can't think of things. I'm trying to think of stories that I would like to tell now and like instead of waiting for like, oh, the humanity. Um, hey, do you know that Samantha Anyway Hart is here? The voice actress? The, no, Samantha? Samantha Anyway Hart, okay. She also voices like a chocobo in Final Fantasy. Okay, she's adorable. The one that got up at opening ceremonies and was like, and I love her, we go way back, and she's amazing, okay? Um, she's Japanese-American, and we uh, brought her to New Orleans one time. Um, she came to a con that was in my hometown. 
my god, her so dry. She forgot how to speak English. <laughs> and she was in a panel, and she's just up there, and like, please, I'm not like trying to mock the Japanese language at all, but like, she's just up there, and she's like, and we're like, Samantha, no, stop, wait, Sammy, Sammy, and she's like, oh, and we're like, Sammy, do you understand that you're not speaking the same language as we are? And she's like, oh, and I'm like, no, Sammy, oh god, we broke her. And I'm just like, run, like, I'm on a panel with her, and I'm just like, send help. I'm like, what do we do? Throw a cup of water in her face? And she's just like, oh. And I was like, oh God. Like, I, I'm so confusion. Like, I don't know what to do. And like, at some point, like, she started like, sort of speaking in broken English, and then at some point she started speaking English, and we're like, oh, thank God. Because we were like, do we, what do we do? Do we bring her to a hospital? And we're like, Fix our Asian, please. <laughs> can you fix her? We, can you press reset? We don't know what to do. We broke her. <laughs> um, and like I, like, I haven't seen her in eight years. And like, when she, we were in the green room yesterday when she came in, and I was like, Sammy, do you remember that time we made you forget English? And she was like, Oh. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, we messed you up. She's, and then she was like telling all the other voice actresses and actors. She's like. Don't ever accept an invitation from Guy to go to New Orleans. <laughs> She's like, just don't do it. She's like, you'll have stories, but you'll leave with a concussion <laughs> and possibly a wife. <laughs> um, good night, guys. Good night, I love you. Um, what? You've traumatized those poor people. I, I have. I know. Everyone who's leaving is like, they're going straight to ops. I'm not going to be back next year. I'm not. They're going straight to the board. We're like, never again. So you need to counteract that and tell them please again. Um, maybe if enough people stand up for me. But I don't, I, I'm pretty sure this side of the room is not going to. I have this Bye. suspicion that this side of the room is like, yeah, fuck you. I'm sorry. I love you guys. I love all of you. This side of the room is 50-50. I think some of you are like, bring Queen D back. And the other is like, the only way to be sure, nuke it from orbit. <laughs> Let me not say that with our current situation. <laughs> Let me also not get political in here because it could end badly. Oh, I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> Love you. That, by the way, is my tattoo artist and her husband. <laughs> I. I don't know if I can like get the dress out. I have to show you what she just did. So yeah, she's amazing. She's fucking phenomenal. Thank you. I love you, girl. I love you. So, love you. Good night. See you tomorrow. I hope. Um. Oh man, what else? Like, what can I tell? Okay, do you want to like ask me questions and I'll give you like salacious answers? Let's do that. Anyone have a crazy question for me? Your favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's a triangle. Each point is a different color and it spins to a different you love. Uh, pink, purple, blue, and the lines connecting them are gold. <laughs> um, so at any point, any one of those combinations and gold, favorite. Uh, I love rose gold. That's like 
been my shit for years. My nails are always pretty much rose gold. Um, so like rose gold is wonderful. Uh, my first favorite color was blue, purple on occasion, but I'm a pink girl. I love me some pink, I do. Not the singer, but also the singer. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love me some pink. Um, any other questions? Oh, I can tell you that one. <laughs> so I have a merch table where I sell t-shirts, I sell prints of myself, I sell buttons, I sell, uh, I used to sell prayer candles. Um, I call them Jesus candles. Um, very sacrilegious, very terrible, my mom is proud. Um, thanks. Uh, it's pretty great. I, I don't bring them around, but they're so heavy to carry around from like out-of-state cons. Um, I kind of do them by order. Like if anyone's ever like, I want a Jesus candle, like I'll, I'll ship it to you, but like they're so heavy and they make like baggage so much heavier and then I have to pay an exorbitant amount of like baggage fees. Um, but the weirdest thing was I was at my merch table and I was in Lake Charles, Louisiana, which is like an hour and a half away from where I currently live. Um, and I was doing a little local con, a little smaller one, and I saw this guy who had like been to, like before I started coming out to this side, uh, which by the way, I'm really trying to get to soccer con. I don't know if any of you like go there at all, but like I'm trying. So like if you do go there, you might see me. Cause I would love to go to Seattle and like go to the first Starbucks. So, cause I'm basic. With all the gift cards you gave me, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm set for the next fucking 72 hours. Um. So anyway, um, I started, uh, I, I was like the queen of the South for a while there, like Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, Tennessee, Arkansas was my stomping grounds, queen of the South. Um, and then at some point, like, you know, in DK, and then uh, like a few others were like starting to pull me up, South Dakota, Sodak, oh, God, I'm so sad, but um, you know, I'm excited for the little events that she's gonna be throwing. Um, it, like it was it was cool because like I got to come up here and I was like whoa but anyway uh, I had done like I had seen this this guy constantly at my merch table he was a fan of mine and um, by the way this is like so many different things like because I can't just say one thing like so many fucking strangers have said things to me I guess because like I'm innately dirty and sexual so people think they can just say whatever the fuck they want and that's pretty accurate um, <laughs> Yeah, I have like four parts to this, four different ones. The worst one is the end though. Um, so this guy comes up to me and I know he's bought all of my prints before. He's had all of them. And he comes to my table and he's like, I need this one, this one, and this one. I was like, I thought you had those already. He's like, yeah, they got damaged. And I was like, oh, that really fucking sucks. How? And he's like, oh, they got water damaged. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Aww. Aww. So I gave them to him and I was like, have a good day, have a nice time, have, enjoy. <laughs> and he, he took them. Then I, I, I was a smart ass. I, I'm a benevolent and wonderful queen because the next time I saw him, I laminated one of every one of my prints. <laughs> and I caught his attention and I was like, I have something for you. And I was like, happy Christmas birthday. And I gave him a folder and he opened it and they were all laminated and his eyes lit up. And he was like, I'm going to bring this to my room right now. And I was like, oh, I bet you are. <laughs> He's a damp towelette and wipe clean. Um, 
so that was that was that. Uh, one time, this guy that was a fan of mine, he like sort of did all the southern circuits too. He came up to me and he had his girlfriend with me, I mean, with him that time. And um, he was like, "Hey, honey," he's like, "Oh my God, it's Queen Dean." I was like, "Oh, this is like this is your girlfriend." And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "It's so good to finally meet you." And she's like, "She's like, yeah." She's like, "I really like. It's so good to actually see you in person." She's like, "I see you every night." And I'm like, "What do you mean you see me every night?" She's like, "He has a, one of your prints taped to above his bed." And I'm like, "Ah!" <laughs> Like, and you're okay with this? And she's like, well, if he's gonna masturbate to someone else, it might as well be you. And I'm like, ah! Thanks! Um, and this next one is gonna sound like it's the worst one. It's not. The worst one is next, and it's crazy, okay? So, um, my normal like routine, if I can find it, is I'll bring a, a BFF and they count as my business manager. And the way I work it is like they'll be at this side of the table, I'll be here. They have all my prints and my t-shirts and like there's a line this way. And that's just so that way I don't have to handle your money and like I don't have to be like, oh, give me your money. I can talk to you a little bit more. Like that you buy your stuff with her, grab it and you come down and we can selfie, we can talk, we can just hang out and I can sign things. And it just, it gives me more time one-on-one -on -one with the fans and like talk to you guys and it like, I just don't like handling people's money because like I'm so sweet like you, you come up to me like can I buy a t-shirt I'm like you can just have it <laughs> like just take it take everything like <laughs> and then like I've always gotten yelled at for that they're like fuck dude like stop doing that I'm like, I don't know um but this one time this guy got in line and he's talking to my my best friend Terilyn and um she's like business managing for me and he tells her something and I had no idea and um so I have a little chalkboard that has all my things and what the prices are and stuff and he's like what if there's something that's not here that I would like and she's like what is it and he's like I I'd rather ask Queen D and she's like uh, okay and so she leans over and she's like this next guy wants something that's like not here and I'm like okay I know what it is it's my panties like people crazy but you would not believe how many times people come to me after a burlesque show and they want to buy my panties and i'm like you sick fuck fifty dollars <laughs> we are in a recession you make money where you get it i mean all you go smell is duct tape and sadness down there so like that's on you um so i was like he's gonna want my panties like it's fine like whatever so he comes up to me and he's like Hi, how are you? And he's like, I would like to talk to you about something that's uh, like at your table. And I was like, I know what you want. He's like, you do. It was like, yes, yes. And I was like, I mean, like, I guess like, like, what are you willing? And he's like, I, I don't know. Like, how much does urine cost? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I want to buy your urine. And I'm like, I don't even know what, how much. What are you gonna do with this? I'm confused. Um, and like, I did not sell him my urine, I swear. Because at that point I was just like, I don't, I, I was like, please take my panties? Um, at that point I was just like, I don't know like what you would do with it. Drink it? That's not sanitary. Pour it on yourself? I don't want to envision that. Like, put a few, like, dropper fools in your drinks or something. Like, I don't want to think, try to clone me. There's not enough DNA in there. It's like 86% Coca-Cola anyway. Like, like seriously. I, so I just was like, I, that's a very lovely question. But I, I'm afraid that I will not be able to now. I have a line, and um, I just can't break away to go pee right now. 
I was like, I, I can wait. And I was like, ah! Right. And like, I didn't want to call security because he's just a weird kid. But like, I was like, no, I'm sorry. Maybe next time. Maybe at another convention. Yeah, I haven't seen him again, thank God. Um, because I just don't want to have a conversation with him. Um, and and what Oh, he's gonna, I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night one night and he's gonna be there with a cup and a feather. And he's gonna be like, I'm here to collect. I'm like, oh no! Strap down, be like, please let me go. Um, so, that's not the worst one. The worst one is, it's comical now, but it was rude in the moment. So like, understand, this, let this be an example. This is not something you should ever do to a person, ever, okay? But now I can look back and laugh on it, and my friends were privy to it. They were sitting next to me, they were hanging out at my table. And this girl walks over to my table, and she's like, hello. And I was like, hello. And she looks at all these prints, and she's like, well, you just look like a girl in all of these. That's the point. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Like, I try really hard. And I was like, you know, like, I was blessed with this gorgeous oval face. So, like, makeup looks good on it. Um, thanks. Um, I, I was like, so thank you. And she's like, mm, okay. And she's like, and she's just, like, looking at them. Oh, no. Oh, it gets worse. She looks, so she's looking at this stuff. She's like, so are you like a tranny? And what's called gender fluid. So that means like one day I can wake up and be completely feminine. And the next day I could be like masculine as hell. I own three guns. I like football. I like a scotch and a whiskey. Seriously, by the way, real things. If you ever want to like man up with me, please. <laughs> like that, like, so, when, huh? I'm fucking saints, of course. Like who do you think I support? <laughs> Bitch, I am from New Orleans. <laughs> I will say. I will say I do like the Broncos. I do, I do. I also just really love Eli Manning. The Jets fucking suck, but I just love Eli Manning. I just want to squish his little face and be like, you are underappreciated. Like, you need a better team. Please come to the Saints, because Drew Brees is about to retire. And I'm gonna cry my eyes out, I'm gonna have a memorial, but whatever. So anyway. Um, yeah, it's gonna be really funny on uh, game days, like when I start doing cons during football season, which I normally don't. On Sundays, I'm gonna start doing a panel, like watch the game with Queen D. Like, you can just like come and sit and watch football. I get aggressive. I'm just like, fuck your fucking face. Like, you stupid ass referee. I was like, you, I will shit down your throat. Like, and then like, when it's over, I'm like, hey guys, do you wanna go for like an ice cream? And everyone's like, no. Which is, I'm like a gay werewolf on Sundays, I turn straight. <laughs> like at one point, one of my friends was like, I, their uniforms are kind of pretty. I was like, shut the fuck up, there's no fashion in football. I was like, ugh, get out of here with that gay foo-foo shit. And he's like, oh my god, like you just sucked my dick. And I was like, give a shit? <laughs> Pour me a fucking Glenfiddich, neat. So, I know my scotches, I know my whiskeys. Um, so anyway, uh, where, where the fuck was I? Oh, God, yeah, tranny. I was like, I'm gender fluid, like one day, you know, girly girl. The other day, I'm like, manly man. Um, you know, by the way, my grandfather's a retired Navy SEAL, so like I was trained to like survive. He would used to drop me off in random places and be like, find your way back home. <laughs> 
and I did most of the time, except for that one time. I won't talk about it. Have um, you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? It's kind of like a Robin like moment where her dad just like dropped her off in the jungle with like a Bowie knife, and he's like, "I'll see you in 48 hours." <laughs> like that was me. Um, connect to Robin so much. So anyway, uh, I was like, you know, gender fluidity. I was like, that's, you know, what it is. And I was like, and by the way, like, training is sort of like, it's like a little bit of an offensive word. You know, like, you can ask me if I'm on the spectrum. You can ask, you can even ask me if I'm transsexual. I said, I would I would have been okay with that word. I was like, just to let you know. And she was like, oh, I don't care. And I was like, oh, okay, you definitely should, you know. And she's like, so what's under the hood then? Hmm? And she's like, you a boy or a girl? What well, pop the hood? And I'm like, <laughs> and I, I just I fucking laid into her, and I said I would never do that. I would never lose it on a fan. But I was just like, you are rude. You are horrific. I was like, I hope your mother finds out about this. I hope your dad finds out about this. I was like, I hope, I hope you never in your life have to deal with what you just put on me. I hope that you never have to deal with the level of hate and ignorance you just said to me. I was like, cause that was fucked up. I was like, and you should know that. And she was like, bye. And she walked away. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and like, my friends were like, pulling on my, my like, outfit to not go run after her. And I was like, I am not done. <laughs> like, I wanted to go, like, full Godzilla, like, open her throat and just, like, <sighs> like, fucking hyper-beam down her throat. And then I realized later, like, you know, like, you can't help ignorance. You really can't. Like, you can't teach. Like, you can try, but, like, if they're ignorant, they're ignorant. So, yeah, that is the fucking strangest thing that a stranger has ever told me. They went in my urine, uh, they jerk off to my pictures, uh, they jerk off to my pictures next to their girlfriend, um, and are you a tranny? Pop the hood. <laughs> and I can laugh about it now, which is great, but like, in the moment, I was fucking hot-headed. Yes. I made one of them cry one time. <laughs> I made one of my friends actually cry. <laughs> and she was she was sitting on her sofa and tears streaming down her face. And she was one of those silent, fucked up cries. Like she was just like. And it was like, Caitlin, you good? She's like. And it was like, oh. I'm like, your tears are gonna fuel me for the next, like, several years. <laughs> and, like, later, we, we apologize. It, it, it was partially because she was raised in a very, like, closed-off Christian household. So, like, she had never dealt with, like, any form of homosexuality, much less my, my fucking huge tree of homosexuality. Um, and she was just like... <laughs> um, I believe the term she told me was, Jesus thinks you're a homewrecker. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, Caitlin! And I was like, holy shit! I was like, that was brutal, Caitlin! And she's like, it's true. And then like, she apologized like a week later. She's like, I'm sorry I said that. And I was like, it's fine. It's gonna be one of my favorite quotes in the entire world. And I'm gonna tell everyone how you looked me dead in the eye. I was like, Jesus thinks you're a whole wrecker. We can't get into that right now. It involves her boyfriend. <laughs> I didn't sleep with him. He's P. 
penis never touched my mouth, I promise. <laughs> or any other part of my body. I can, I can say that with confidence, that his penis has never touched. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yes. Awkwardest date, oh God. All right, things you need to, one thing you need to know about me to understand this. I am allergic to root beer, can't have this stuff. If I smell it or if it touches my lips, uncontrollably vomiting and hives. So I ask all of you and please like, cause I've had fans try to like play jokes on me and put root beer in like a Coke bottle. And I was like, why would you actually do this? Like that's, that's just me. So I ask you, please like never do this to me. Um, I'm begging you. Um, I went on a date with this guy, God, cutie, like half Asian. He was so. <laughs> and apparently, he was packing some heat. <laughs> so. I was really excited. I, he was actually a, an old friend of mine. Like we had been like talking for years and. Uh, He's actually one of the dancer's like adopted brother that you saw tonight. I'm not gonna tell you which one, but like he had been knowing me for years because like I've been dancing, like they've been dancing with me for years and forever, you know. And um, so we went out, and uh, his name was. Like you're gonna go stalk him. His name is Trung, um, Trunks, because it's his favorite DBZ character. Um, so right, so like Trunks and I go on a date. We go see Deadpool, the first one, okay. And it, this wasn't an awkward date, it was just a really bad thing that happened. So we get to the movie theater and like, this has been a long time coming. We're both like so excited, we're doing dinner and then, like, or we're doing movie and then dinner. And we're like, we're just like super fucking excited. Like, like it, it's finally happening. It was just not, it was bad timing for both of us like for years. And so we're at the theater and like, we each like order some popcorn and a drink and we go, and we're doing the thing and I look up and he's putting root beer in his cup. And so I'm like, all right, do I be the fucking weird date and tell him, yo, could you switch your drink? Or do I just let it happen? It's fine, like no big deal. So I was like, let it happen, no big deal. Hindsight is 20 fucking 20. And I bet he wished I would have said something too. So we watched Deadpool, everything's good. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like now we're going to the movie. He orders a root beer there too. And I was like, fuck. I was like, I have to deal with a partner who might like be really into root beer. Like this is gonna be a problem. Like we're gonna need to keep breath mints and toothbrushes everywhere. And so I was like, okay, it's fine. He had a root beer at dinner. And then we went in the car and we talked for a little while. And so I was like, okay, it's fine. Like the root beer, like obviously like it's over and done with. And so like he went in to kiss me. And I was like, oh my God, it's gonna be the cutest kiss ever. And he kisses me and then he slips his tongue into me and I taste it and I went, and I, I pulled back and threw up in his lap. And he was like, oh! And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Trong. About 20 seconds and he gave up on his life. He just, this was his face. And I'm just like, my face is in his lap and not in the good way. And I'm just like, Bleh. and he's just like. <laughs> so like I lean up and like at some point like it stops. Like it like it stops and I'm starting to itch and get red. And I'm like, 
I'm allergic to root beer. <laughs> he's like, why didn't you tell me this? And I was like, I thought it would be okay. And he's like, <laughs> and look how that turned out. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So to go back to his fucking apartment and like, 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 like he had to put all his clothes in the washing machine. We had to detail, detail his car. I paid for it. I was like, I wouldn't. He's like, you don't have to do that. And I was like, no, I'm gonna do it. We went and like scrubbed his car out. Like, like everything. It was it sucked ass. And um, we ended up still dating though. He like good for him. Right? Like like we're round of applause for Trump. He was fucking amazing. Um, he moved away, which is sad. But he, despite that fucking terrible incident. He, uh, we still dated for quite a few months, which was great. And then he moved away, and it just long distance never works. It really doesn't. It sucks, but um, yeah, I miss him, and we still talk every once in a while. But like, I'll never bring up. I'll never bring it up. I won't do it. So I have time for like maybe one more. Didn't I see someone's hand over here before? Yeah, well maybe. Okay, what you got? What's your craziest kink? You're not ready for that. <laughs> and I'm not ready to say it out loud. <laughs> it is not a bear. But it might put that to shame. Um, there are some things, guys. There are some things that you just don't tell people. I would like to come back next year. <laughs> There are some things that should stay between you and your brain, your computer, your therapist, and Jesus. <sighs> Sneak onto my Tumblr and you'll find out. You'll never find it. That is not a challenge. <laughs> um, okay, someone over here, did you have a thing? Yes. Alright, so I have this mutant ability that tape does not stick to my skin. Does not. Serious. Like, they've tried everything. We've tried bondage tape, tub tape, even fall off my skin within like 10 minutes. It just like. Um, we've tried uh, gaffing tape. We've tried electrical tape, doctor's tape, like the, the, the hard, crazy tape. When I go to give blood or get a shot or something, they'll do the cotton ball, and within like a minute, it just says. And I'm like, ah, mutant ability. The good news is if everyone ever tries to kidnap me and duct tape me and throw me in a van, they're gonna get to like wherever they go and open the van and I'll just be sitting there having tea. And I'm like, hello. Great kidnapping. Care to tell me like what's going on? Like, there'll just be piles of duct tape. Like I just, I, I think I have like, fish blood in me or something like I'm slick um, part of that is just like really the the oil I have oily skin um, and I, I exfoliate like very well so like there's there's not really dead skin for it to stick to and so whatever um, part of it is just like I have no idea I'm a mutant of all the fucking abilities I could have gotten eh? so when I talk it has to be something fairly strong, because I perform as a woman, um, like I strip down to a thong or sometimes a merkin, which is just like like a thong without the straps. Like it's just like a whoop. I've done that before, and like it's impressive, like it's great. Um, but like it has like a, a, 
it has a, a short lifespan. <laughs> it has a shelf value of like 10 minutes before disaster. And now it's never happened until this story. Um, nothing's ever like done a thing, everything was fine, okay? So we were doing back home um, an Archer burlesque show, like TV show Archer. Uh, I did Pam, <laughs> so good. Um, I've also done Mallory Archer, like which is great. Like I, I made a martini while stripping, so good. And then like I had a KGB flag on my panties, and like I, I love Archer so much. It's a good show. Um, well, I was doing Pam, and it's done to Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry. And at one point, I take out a Taco Bell and I eat a burrito, and then like. I, I reach into my skirt and pull out a dolphin puppet and like I talk to the crowd and the dolphin strips some of my clothes off and I have a clipboard and then like when I pop open my bra I open a sign that says sploosh and I'm just like um, it's a great piece and I actually thought about bringing it this year but I didn't um, next year um, which by the way I feel like I want to teach you guys what the theme for next year's burlesque um, it may or may not be the boy who stripped AKA Harry Potter burlesque show. Fuck your childhood. So anyway, um, I was doing Pam, and um, the last thing that happens is um, I take out a bag, like a little um, brown paper bag, and like I dip my finger in it, and I'm like, and I smash my face into it, and it's coke, and like powder flies everywhere, and I look up, and I'm just covered in it, and I go, coke rage Pam. And I just start ripping things apart on stage and like screaming and I'm just like <sighs> And then like my underwear are um, ripaways, you don't know that. And like the last thing is I'm there and I'm eating a drumstick and I just rip off my underwear and throw them. And I have like a little like tiny merc in there. I must have either sweated too much or my skin was extra oily that day. And so I was like ah! And I ripped off my merkin, and then I felt it all flop out. And it was like, <laughs> And the crowd is like, eh, oh, eh. <laughs> So like, I dive bomb on my stomach, and I'm like, nobody look! And like, the MC, because I wasn't emceeing that show, the MC just like, And like, the kittens are like surrounding me, and I'm like, my penis is out! And they're like, I know, D, I know, it's gonna be okay. I was like, no, it's not okay. And, like, and it was cold in the building. Like, I was like telling them, I'm like, make sure they understand, it's really cold. I was like, <laughs> so I'm backstage, I'm just sobbing. I'm like, uh, how do you come back from that? How? And like, I walked on stage, and everyone gave me a standing ovation on the, um, the uh, curtain call, and I was like, thank you so much, you're just giving my dick a standing ovation. <laughs> like, I know what you're doing. And like, that was, that was tragedy. That was, that was tragedy. Or the one time I did, uh, I do a Ronald McDonald burlesque piece. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I take chicken nuggets and I dip them in like honey mustard and like drag the honey mustard up like my legs and then like lift and lick it off my legs. And then I eat a burger and then like a milkshake and I blow into it and it like pops all over my face, the whipped cream. And I'm like, mm. it gets, it's to milkshake by Kylie's. Um, and it gets real fucking ratchet real quick. And it's quality. Um, well, <laughs> I 
my sinuses and down my lungs. Like, seriously. And so I was like, keep going, keep going. So I was like trying to strip, but the whole time I was like, <gasps> So I would turn my back to the audience and I was like, And I was like, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. And I was just like, <gasps> stripping is like, my milkshake brings the boys, yard. And then I realized like, I'm not getting enough oxygen. Like I'm not, I'm like, I may pass out soon. And I was like, save me, oh sweet death. And I was like, oh God, this is such a problem. And I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, I'm gonna pass out. And I coughed and I sh not, a chunk of chicken nugget flew at an audience member out. And I was just like. And like, she was just like. And like, I was the MC that night. So after I performed, I was like, I just want to apologize to the girl who I just projectile vomited a chicken nugget. <laughs> I just exorcist all over you. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. That was, that was a good one. Um, actually, most of the people that performed tonight witnessed the penis out incident. Um, at least two of them I know. Uh, and that, that was so bad. So, okay, well, it is now 1.30, my loves. Um, if any of you do want a t-shirt, please just come and feel free to buy one because money is, although I know we took a lot of your money at the burlesque show and you probably gave us a lot, and that's fine. So if you have this fair change and you want to wear a Queen D t-shirt and rep, because like Sunday, I think I'm going to wear mine. So if you want to rep with me and we can get like selfies with Queen D t-shirts, that'd be really cool. Uh, we can do that. But if not, I love you. Thank you all. This has been Reading Rainbow. I hope, I hope you have a fun time. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.